Ready? Born ready. Where'd you find this on all podcast streaming um, platforms? That's where you can find it. Welcome back to another episode, Podisode, of the Cool and Conscious Podcast, where you literally can learn about how to balance, how to maintain the balance in your life. I feel like so many of us are so cool in our own way, right? And then so many of us are also extremely conscious um, as to what's going on around us. And a lot of times it's taken from us. Our consciousness is either taken from us, it is beaten out of us, it is manipulated out of us, it is like shielded from us, hidden from us. But we all have that consciousness like deeply rooted inside of us. And that's like your, ultimately that's your gut feeling. So that's what this podcast is about, you know, knowing who you are and what you are in this world. Yep. Now, speaking of what you are, um, I need to go ahead and let y'all know how I'm feeling today. Mm, what did I say I was feeling last week? <laughs> I think I was cool. Yeah, yeah, I think I was cool. cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, because after my LA trip, yes, I was cool. I was cool. Okay, so I think this week I'm going to be conscious. (laughs) But I only say that because earlier this week was like the 22nd year, the 22nd day of the 22nd year of the second month. And that portal really 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 just put a lot of things into perspective and I was doing research on that particular date and those numbers and what they meant and it's a series of 251 um so there was all twos it was um five twos and five times two equals ten um and from the research that I was gathering, it just means that new is on the horizon and you're, you're walking in your path. And, um, essentially like the past is repeating itself, but it's repeating itself for the better. And ever since January started, ever since this year started, I kid you not, I have seen two, five, one every single day. I've seen literally two, five, one every single day, sometimes multiple times a day, like on car tags, on timestamps, on emails, on text messages, um, like random, just random. When I went to the DMV, I was two, two, the, I had to go to like desk number A251 and I'm like, okay, enough with the 251, I get it. <laughs> 
but it's crazy because I, I asked for a sign. I was like, give me a sign and, and let me know and reassure me that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do because I, I, I feel like I'm not. Or it's not so much that I feel like I'm not. I feel like I am not moving. I feel like I'm at a place where it's just stagnant. And usually you know that you're doing what you're supposed to do if there's movement, like if there's progression. And I just feel like there's been degression if that's a word <laughs> um and so i asked for that sign go ahead what did i say that was a re regression oh regression i said degression okay regression um so i asked for that sign and i got it and then everything came full circle earlier this week with the whole 2222 and for a while i've been debating like what i'm gonna do so just a little backstory outside of um my whole activism outside of like the podcast, Cool and Conscious, outside of like radio um, and in the entertainment field, I did something called Questions with Cree. And that's essentially like what everybody knows me as. They see me, oh my gosh, Questions with Cree. So it started out as like this joke with some of my old coworkers and they were like asking me, stupid questions that I never knew the answer to and it really made me look unintelligent long story short I was like okay my name starts with a Q question starts with a Q this matches but how can I make it match who I truly am because I met someone out in person and they kind of like tried me a little bit and asked me a question they didn't think I was gonna know the answer to it and they were like oh you're you're not dumb in person and I was like no, you idiot. I'm not a, a stupid head. Like, how dare you? But social media is becoming like a credible source. So whatever you do on social media is how you are in real life, as people presume. And so I changed it and made it like something that could be rewarding to people. So Question with Cree started to be an advice vlog, an advice column where you can literally just ask your questions anonymously and get them answered. Kind of like if you know, ask Shirley. So that was literally like an advice column back in the back, back, back in the day. <laughs> People would write to the newspaper and she would answer their questions with advice. Um, and so kind of I just like reinvented the wheel, literally. Like the same thing, how they say like there's nothing new under the sun. Advice never gets old. And I didn't really necessarily want to be that that media personality that talked about drama. I wanted to be like contributing something and that's kind of how it came about because literally advice never expires one and two I get my content for free like <laughs> when you're chasing stories you always trying to be the first one to break them so you got to do favors and do this and do this and I wasn't trying to do that but with advice people willingly just sent me their stories sent me their problems and that's kind of where Question with Cree came from. Well, fast forward to these last two years, y'all. I ain't answered not one question. <laughs> I haven't answered Jack Diddley squat. Um, just because COVID kind of sparked. Um, then I was battling with leaving the radio station. Then I finally left. And then the protest. And then the activism and then the boycott like the, I've been so conscious um in that regard 
which is cool, which is great. I definitely learned a lot about myself. I pushed myself and I, I wore myself out um, <laughs> to the point where I kind of forgot not my why, but forgot that I was as good as I was. Um, because it's, it's very true. <laughs> it's very true that what you don't use, you lose. And I felt like I was so focused at the time on radio, I lost my consciousness of who I really am and where I come from. And then I got so focused on being conscious and where I come from, I forgot <laughs> like how to be cool in like my innate ability to give people advice and listen to them and and not necessarily sway de their decision but just lend them the what they need at that particular point and moment um because looking back at the videos I was really good I don't know how I was coming up with the stuff I was coming up with but I was damn good at giving people advice <laughs> And are you about to, what are you about to play? Oh, and now I'm at a point where earlier this week, going back to the 2-22-22, it showed me, okay, it's okay for history to repeat itself because I've been debating with myself, do I bring questions with Cree back? Or is that just something that just, you know, faded? That that is that just like, you know, the past? <laughs> But earlier this week, it really showed me, like, it, it's okay to bring it back. And yep. I think I just, I don't know. Not that I was scared. I guess I was scared, yeah. S scared of, I don't know. Did, did you feel like you outgrew it a little bit? Was it, is it, was it that kind of fear? Like, you didn't want to bring it back because it would have looked like you're going back? Mm, yeah. Mm. I think it was... Also, me being worried about, like, what people would think. And it's like, oh, now she's done being an activist. Now she wants to go back to questions with Cree. And when I was doing questions with Cree, I hadn't, I had been through some shit. But I hadn't been through nearly as much as shit as I've been through now. And so now I'm literally, as people are sending me questions, I am... For real, for real, speaking from experience. Before, it was me just speaking from, you know, I feel your energy. Now, it's like, no, this is my energy. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> and you can still be conscious. Like, there's some conscious questions out here. Like, right. how do you do both? Hey, can I still be fly, but can I come to the protest tomorrow? Yeah. 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 And I think I'm, as I'm... I think that's also the the beauty of this podcast because it's not me telling you guys how to be cool and conscious all the time. It's me also trying to figure it out too because <laughs> it's just like, okay, Questions with Cree was really cool. And that that was my objective a cool way for people to get information a cool entertaining way for people to be okay with getting advice and be okay with getting help and here i am stuck in this rut can't figure out how to get help because 
I'm usually the person that people go to for help. And it's like, okay, how do I balance that? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. It's not that I don't know. I think I need to stop saying that too because my words are powerful. And every single time I say I don't know, I feel like I dig myself in a deeper hole than I was before because I do know. And I do know how to be relentless and I do know how to be confident. I do know how to just go for it because there was a time where I did just go for it. I think that as of late, <clears throat> this, there's been disappointments that I haven't really been able to deal with. And that has kind of made me feel like I don't want to experience any more disappointment. So I don't want to do questions with Cree. <laughs> it's like, okay, this was disappointing. That was disappointing. That was disappointing. That was disappointing. I'd rather not be disappointed by something that I created. And that was my baby. I don't want to be disappointed by that. Like, <laughs> so I don't know how to get out of that. I don't. I mean, I think I think that's just. You said you started watching some of it. I think uh, watching that Kanye doc would give you some direction, right? Mm. Like you gotta just. I mean, it's not just Kanye. All of the greats have done it. You make a decision, and you stand in it, and because you know how. I mean, and you're very in tune, right? So, like, you kept seeing the numbers. You kept seeing the sign. You know what's something you should be doing. If you know it. I think that's strong enough. Like, I think you just got to have unwavering faith about the shit. Like, I mean, you know, we're podcasting right now, but I feel like we're also podcasting because there was a time where I was living at my dad's house. Mm -hmm. Hang half shit. That was messed up. And I was going to this radio station for free, working for free, learning how to do all this shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's because I believed in this shit. And now my dad looks and be like, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He made a good decision. But at the time, he was like, I don't think you should do it. And everybody was like, can we do this and go do that? But you got to just stay down, you know? So I said it to say, I think you know at this, because you also have those times where you have these conversations with your creator and you're like, hey, you know, if you give me another chance, you know, if I, <laughs> one more time, I, I promise. I mean, I'll do this with it next time, right? So this is your time. I think everything's lining up for you. I think that you shouldn't be scared. I think that L.A. was a good indicator of, like, how far this has already traveled, and that's without being intentional. You know, me like me and Elsa talk about all the time. It's like, you know, everything we do now, we kind of been doing because we're consistent. Mm -hmm. Which is was consistent. Mm -hmm. But now you're about to be intentional. intentional. And once you get mm -hmm. intentional, that's when this shit changes up. Right? And I think that's where I, I'm struggling with how to, because it's different being intentional with a team because everybody is held accountable. You get what I'm saying? Like, your job is to do this, your job is to do this, your job is to do this. And you understand your job, and so now you have to move with intent so you can bring it back to the team. With me, it's just like, I don't, I felt like I was being intentional in the past. 
And so it's just like, I just have so many questions. It's literally questions for Cree at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Or questions from Cree. That's the episode title. Uh, What? How do you be intentional? I think you have to do a self-inventory. I I talk to people about this all the time. Like You have to do a self-inventory and be real with yourself, right? Um, We have delusions of grandeur when we're younger, right? And then the older you get, the more you start realizing who you really are. Mm -hmm. For example, I think you kind of already realize the type of woman you are, right? Yes, you like to have fun, but you're not going to just leave a drink. Right, like you have other people do that. Mm-hmm. That's not you, uh, but you will be at the protest. You will stand for your people. You know this is what you're doing. Boom. Now, also, what skills do you have? So you know what questions are Cree. You know what you can do on your own. But that last piece that you need, you have to be able to like work with a team, or at least find one to two people. And I think that's another another disappointment. Because you did a lot of stuff on your own when you described it to me. Exactly, and so I was. I feel like I am at the point where I want to do it, but I don't want to do it by myself. Well, you can't do it by yourself. And I have reached out to people that I I know are capable because they have the connections, but they don't see the vision. And so that is what I'm struggling with because it's like if you, one of my Good friends don't see the vision and you have the connections and you have the ability to catapult questions with Cree to where I need it to be. Like, I'm not saying, hey, flip over this rock. I'm saying, hey, peel this banana because you are a banana peeler. Like, this is not what you don't already do. (laughs) And so for me to bring you something that you already do and then you look at it and say, this is not something I can do. Now it's making me question everything because I'm like, well, damn, maybe I shouldn't do it. So because I'm I'm trying to be intentional because I know me, I get I will get burned out and then I will just stop doing it because that happened in the past. I was doing everything. I got burned out and I was like, I cannot do this because typing questions, recording it, editing it, trying to post it, trying to be at I really I can't do that. Trying to book events. I just couldn't do it. And so I found somebody who can do it and it's like they don't get it and so then I found somebody else who can do it and they're like well how does that make money that don't that don't how does that work and I absolutely get it how does it make money your first thought is money because that's what you manage but you also have to remember I'm not the people that you manage because at one point the people that you manage they weren't making money either but it's your job to put me in the positions to make money. That's that's literally what your job is. I have the product. It's your job to place it. Well, you know, you got this saying that, you know, people don't hop on. People right. don't build bandwagons, you know what I'm saying? They hop, they hop on. on them. So, I mean, that's where you're at right now. Like yeah. You're building your bandwagon, and these people that you're asking, these are going to be the same people that are going to beg to work for you. You know what I'm saying? When they see you, yeah, in that you know, because all it takes is that one placement, right? That all, one, like all it yeah. takes is to see you do something somewhere where you probably might even be getting paid for it. It might be a free placement somewhere, but because it's CNN or ABC or Netflix or whatever the fuck it is, and it's not what Cree does on her own, 
they'll look at that and be like, oh, shit, Creed mm. made it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll start hitting you up and calling you. I'm saying, like, you got to watch that Kanye doc because he went around to about five, three different offices, played the same. I, okay, office. I did get to that part. That's I where, did get to at. that part. Like, that's where, I like, did when, get to that when part. When you first heard that song, when I first heard that song, that song sounded good. Like, we thought it was a hit. I never would have thought it would have been people who heard it back then that was and was like, like no like I'm like that hands down one of my favorite I have about three Kanye songs that I could listen to over and over again that is one of them I like know, I know a lot of people that's top word yeah. for word that is my top the Lauren Hill version the like what I'm talking about jamming it like it just came out like <laughs> so that's where you at like because it's gonna be people who gonna be like damn. Y'all wasn't fucking with Creed back then, like, you know, but, you know, I feel like Cootie right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, we, Cootie, we Cootie a real Cootie. ass nigga. If we rocking with Cootie, Coo- you know what I'm saying? When I say Cootie is like, um, what the city girl's real ass bitch give fuck about a nigga, that's Cootie. Well, well, Cootie did what I was talking about earlier. He took a self-inventory and said, you know what? I got video skills. Mm-hmm. I do comedy, but my video skills trump my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, my video I'm space. not really that funny, but, yeah, you, know. you know. Like, let me, and now you see, what was it, a $30 million Netflix deal? 20 mm. years late. So it's wow. like. Because when I say the footage Cootie got is classic. I mean, he got Beyonce backstage. He got Jay-Z. Like, like, he got shawties. I mean, he got Kanye with the retainer in, like uh, Scarface. Like, bro, what are you doing with that retainer? Like, how you would do? How I would do a nigga right now, like, bro. Hey, what, what the fuck is that on the counter? Yeah, <laughs> like stuff like that. Like you cannot. His mom. He got the flip phone with him taking the flip phone out, and I was like, what is that flip phone? And then remember when she walked? He walked in the office to play it, and the girl was talking about a BlackBerry. And she was so amazed. She said, girl, I can read the whole email on this thing. <laughs> on this thing. And it's like, bro, we got iPhones in this bitch. <laughs> and mind you, back then they played Kanye. Now, where is she and where is he? Mm, and she was one of the gatekeepers. She was one of the people that could give a yes or no. And honestly, that's probably the most recognition she's got. For that Netflix, them putting her name in it is the most. So, like, those are going to be. I also look at, like. Cardi B's rise, right? And I remember when she was on Love and Hip Hop and DJ Self was supposed to be her manager mm-hmm. and could have really put her on but kind of was playing games. Cardi was like, you know what? Let me get off the show. Let me get all my shit. <clears throat> and be intentional. And let me find some real people. And now Self is kicking itself in the ass. Like, I mean, because this is a, <laughs> a hands down, Cardi is. But she always been that. Yeah. Once she stepped into who she was. I mean, because I'm like, her album came out in what, 2018? It's 2022. I think and before that. Nah, it wasn't. I'm about to look it up while you talk. But you think her album, her album came out in 2018? Get the. Let me see. Now I got to try to find it. Let me see. Did you find it? Yes, it debuted in 2017. 17? Oh my god! Because like anytime somebody said 18 in my head, I automatically go to COVID. 
And then I go, okay, we, you know, start wow. coming out. So, like, that whole first, yeah, that 2017. Oh, okay, you know what? That does make sense because in 2018, that's when it, like, all the accolades and all of the award yeah, shows, you start, yeah, and you, that's when you. It's the next yeah, year when people when, start. Okay, yeah, that's why I'm like, 2018, but no, you're right. Wow, 2017, and ever since then. I mean, it's it's. Like, like I'm telling you, Cree, it's just you're you're just at that crossroad where you're about to make that decision and you're about to declare to everybody, you know, I'm I'm doing me, and if you're not fucking with me, fuck you, right? <laughs> because I'm going to be there, you know, like because it's a yeah. different, it's it's different when you can back it up. See, some people say that shit and you're not doing shit, so it's like, all right. but some people say that shit and it's like, yeah, you are doing shit, and <clears> that person doesn't make a decision. And well, they I want to take it. a loss right now. Go to New York, record a nigga that I don't. I think he's gonna be a Grammy Award winning nigga, but I don't know yet. But I'm gonna take a fucking chance. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So somebody, you know, that's what we doing, and then you'll find more people to do that because also you're intentional. So you're putting it out. It's gonna come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I definitely. I don't know. You know how you get to that point where you know what you're supposed to do, but you literally just need people to reassure you that that's what you're supposed to do (laughs) because yesterday I was texting my two best friends and I texted our group and I'm like hey guys just quick question am I good at giving advice and they're like Cree what are you talking about like yes you know this and I'm just like I know this in my heart but in my mind because our minds are so powerful my mind is playing tricks on me making me feel like I can't do it and I'm just at a place where I'm just like, I really just need validation right now. Like, and I don't know what that is. I don't know why that is, but I'm just in a place where I just need validation. Like, and is that a bad thing to like? No, it's not bad when you know it. It's bad when you don't. Mm. Because you'll be doing a bunch of things and not knowing why you're doing it. And mm. then eventually somebody will come to you and be like, girl, you just was looking for somebody to validate you. Since you know it, Mm. Now you have your guard up because now you're like, okay, well, is this a true validation or is this a tactic for somebody to, you know, use against me? Right. So that's why I say, you know, default back on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like validate yourself and look at, you know, you have some validation. Like you went across the country. They know you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that was like, very weird. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, whoa there, buddy. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, at this point, as consistent as you've been with the podcast, like, by giving a couple more weeks, it's going to really click with people that, oh, Cree's also a podcaster. Like, it's a bunch of, because you got to look at it like that, too. Like, Kanye was a producer. They didn't see him as a rapper. Even when the <coughs> album came, yeah. then it does numbers. Then people are like, you know, he is a rapper. So he, <laughs> Let me listen credits. to what he's talking about. So it's like, oh, yeah, Cree does a lot of shit. But it's like, oh, but she is a podcaster. She does give advice. She is an activist. So yeah. since these are your things, you just got to, Stay 10, ten, ten toes down. Yeah. I mean, you and you still got time too. Like, you know, one I thing feel about, like I'm 50. Like, I, I know, how you know, I you, know. I'm an old soul. I, you are old soul. I literally feel like Amy's I am. Generation, y'all's generation right now. It's because it's gotten worse. Because I thought, I, was my dad used to tell our, my friends and shit, man, y'all want shit too fast. And no. now I'm looking at another generation <laughs> like that. Y'all want shit 
faster than because like immediately like oh my gosh you're cute oh you're cute too let's get married oh let's have babies well, like that quick well it happens that quick because it's <laughs> like oh you're cute you're cute too let me cut on this camera youtube couples we'll be youtube couple for a year now we're getting married now we have no. a kid now we're in the house <laughs> you're not even like, 30 yet it's you like know Cree. oh let me put this hundred dollars in this crypto and i'm a millionaire next week right like let me just and it's really hard to find that balance and i hate to admit it but i am a part of a product of my environment like you can't not be like and see i i'm wondering now now i'm going to ask more of my like younger cohorts like cousins and all of them too like did covid do the opposite to y'all like did y'all shut down for that year and want to get more active because y'all felt so stifled or Cause I know a lot of people in, in my demographic, mm-hmm. we shut down for that year, but we all realized, take a breather, mm-hmm. go a little slower. I don't need this job. I could do it like this, but I feel like the younger people. Yeah, are y'all like, thinking, oh, I can work smarter, not harder. Y'all, oh, we're like, thinking we can work faster. Y'all took that year away. <laughs> it, it happened again. Let me get it before you know. Like y'all, like you know, let me get it again before it happens again. And it's like, nah, y'all, it's hella like. <laughs> Put it like this: If my my space for my generation is what like the metaverse is for y'all generation, so <laughs> in ten years, wow, MySpace was like the metaverse because you had everything on MySpace. Yeah, everything, you had on, everything MySpace. on MySpace. Yeah, I mean, like I'm old enough to remember Facebook being only for college students. Like, I remember that too. Hold on I, now. No, no, you remember it because you couldn't get on it because you were in high school. <laughs> I remember being on Facebook. Actually, I was in middle school. Oh, so shit. There we go. I was in like seventh grade. Damn, every, every time. But I remember when they first started opening it up and I'm like, they let these kids in. But now I, I would have never have thought that Facebook <laughs> today would have been what it was years ago. Yeah. So same thing with everything. But people have their convictions. <clears throat> they be so strong on it. They sound crazy. They call you stupid. It's every negative thing in the book. Boom. Then it happens. Like, like growing your hair, right? You go through those ugly stages and it starts looking better. Everybody's like, like, oh, oh snap. Who is that? New hair? Who this? It's been me. My hair. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) It's like that with everything. Like, oh, you about to get this rug in your house. What you doing? Then you get the house fixed up and then they come and check. Oh, damn, girl, you had this house for five years. Now it's like, yeah. Everything's like that, but what you have to focus on is the consistency and the intentionality. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, eating an elephant, you know, one bite at a time. I could not eat an elephant. I'm a Delta. Do not say that. (laughs) Do not say that. You were doing so good. Y'all don't say that? Eat an elephant? No. Why would we say eat an elephant? Because it's like a term. Not in Delta land, it ain't. And I know... uh, I know how how incorporated deltas are, and you know, they don't represent all the other stuff. You have to get all that shit sanctioned. But we ain't eating no elephants okay. up in this piece. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean. One no, step no, no, I do. One step I do, I do, I do. That part where Kanye was in the car, and he was like, essentially saying what you just said, like, I'm a rapper. Like they see me as a producer, but I'm a, I am a rapper. Like I want them to understand. Like this is me. I eat, breathe, sleep every single day. Like when he said that, when I say I felt every part of him saying that, but not in rapper form, in speaking form. Like I can't tell you how many like 
speeches I have just improved, just came up with at the drop of a dime, or how many fake questions I've come up with and come up with the answer, like just me just in my mind speaking in front of people and and restoring their faith and restoring their their self-belief and their confidence. And it's like, <clears throat> I I see it every single day and I've seen this, this, um, this, what is it called? What is it called? It's not a vision, but I've seen this. Like a mirage or something? Like what mm-hmm. you see in the desert is there, but it's not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's of my life. Mm-hmm. And I have seen it, I kid you not, since I was about, like, that summer going into college. So that was, like, 2014. So from 2014 to 2022, I've seen the same picture. And it won't go away. Like, no matter what I do, like, even with the whole, when I was protesting and activism, I mean, it won't go away. Like every time I start doing something else, it won't go away. And I'm like, when Kanye said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not crazy. <laughs> what, what is it though? Like, what's the picture? Was she like <clears throat> on stage with an award in your hand? No, not that. I was literally walking on stage and the light was bright. You know that part in a movie where there's an artist on the stage and the light is is beaming on you. So you can't, yes, yes, you can't see the crowd. I have seen that, but I was in an arena and I had never like seen a speaker speak in an arena until I went to go see Oprah speak Mm. in an arena. Mm -hmm. Just so happens that I know the guy that did the contract for that particular event, and he was telling me how much they made, Mm. how much Oprah made. Oprah walked away, I think, with like $5 million, he said. Mm. That's after paying everybody. That's after... After all the expenses, she still walked away with $5 million. (laughs) I said, that was... Then seeing that be done was confirmation for me that the vision that I keep seeing and have seen for all these years, it's actually possible. <clears throat> because not comparing myself to Oprah, God know who could ever do that. But just seeing someone have the ability to do that was confirmation because I've seen artists do it. Rappers do it all the time. I see that. But you seldomly see a black woman filling up an entire arena. Like, yeah, I mean, just speaking, like not singing. She ain't sing one lick of nothing. She just spoke. I see that. I could see, you know, you just stay on your course and stay on your path. And the universe is going to meet you the other way. Oh, universe, I hope you do, honey. I hope you're hearing this podcast, honey, and it comes full circle. Just going to let you know that because that would make me feel great. Great, 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 great. Preferably not when I'm like 50, you know. No, it, it definitely be before you're 50 because you're, you're starting early. See, those 50 people, they didn't start till 45. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. Like, yeah, think about it. Oprah started young, so by the time you saw her, yeah, she could fill up an arena. And yeah. that wasn't only arena. She did city tours. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But she started out in Chicago. Yeah. With a couple people. 
Mm. I remember seeing them old Creflo Dollar videos and he had like just 50 people at a little small church. Wow. I mean, old suit and everything. <laughs> now you know where Creflo's at with stuff. So, I mean, Creflo was with the dollars. Okay. <laughs> that man said, y'all need to give me a jet. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it went from that to that. Like, Kanye went from that to now he's mm. a billionaire. Like, but everybody stays the course and you can't waver because. You know, you've seen people who wavered and... But that's why I think... I really need to go and finish that Kanye documentary just because in today's society, we never see the then. We only see the now. We only see a snapshot of this image of perfection. And everyone sees Kanye and they're like, why is he like that? Why is he like that? And then you start watching this. You're like, he's been like this. That's him. That's literally who he is. And he has not changed who he is for anybody. Not even his wife. Like, like I mean, his, his own mama called himself absorbed. Literally. His mom said, yeah, you can be a little something, but it's okay. At, at a teenager, like at a, at a little shit, his mom was like, yeah, no, you're, you're self absorbed. And, 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 that was it. Like, but, but that's <laughs> who he is. You know, it's, you know, I just tell people, stay the course. You know, we have a saying over here, just as media, run, you know, stay in your run your race and run your race. Run your race. You look to the left, look to the right, you're going to fall. And I see it. Like, you, you've seen it in real life. Like, you've seen people who, y'all kind of started out together, but they did so many other things. They're not even. Like it's, uh, even th- even though you're not where you want to be, mm-hmm. you're still far in life, and you kind of can see your peers, and you kind of like, hmm. That I know that's not what you want to do. Like I, that's not even you. And oh, see, not to bring up Kanye again, but there's so many little gems in this documentary, and I'm only on episode two. But <laughs> in the episode, he was like, everybody's like, "Oh, Kanye, you doing big things? You got on Jay Z record? You doing big things?" And it's like, I may be living y'all's American dream, but that's nowhere near close to what I see for myself. And it's just like, I'm battling with that because for so many people, oh, she's driving a Tesla. Oh, she owns a house. Oh, she was on the radio. Oh, she's a Delta. Oh, she's this. She's tall. She's this. She's beautiful. All of this is like, that's nowhere near close to what I see for myself. And it's like, I get it. I, and I don't know. I don't know if that makes me ungrateful. Like, am I being ungrateful because in, there's so many people that would love to, you know, have the quote unquote things and the accolades that I have, and here I am. I have them, and I have expressed gratitude for them. I have manifested the fuck out of them. I have been diligent for the past six years. Okay, mm-hmm. for for the things that I have acquired, but it's like. What's next? You know, like not like I don't <clears throat> I get it. I'm living your dream, but that's yeah. this is not my dream. You know, like how do I balance that? You, you and I think today you realize that you gotta be okay with that shit. Cause like that's their insecurities, right? I mean, even Jay Z said it, like when people say you can't do something, no, they're telling you what how they feel about the situation. You go to somebody right now and say, Hey, you know what? I wanna get this podcast to the point where I'm doing a million people in my live pod. Some people in your life are going to hear you say that, come to you and be like, hell yeah, girl. Hell yeah. I see that. Let's, <laughs> let's get that done. But there's going to be some other people that's going to be like, ah, I don't think you can. Uh, how how you going to do that? What, is, what, is, what you mean? 
that's their self doubt, right? Like you got all these actually everything you just listed. A lot of people will stop right there, but those people that stop right there, they probably didn't want to stop right there. They probably do aspire for more, so they look at you and they want to bring you back down. Nah, man, get some more. Like you can, bro. Like I'm you, like Tesla, Tesla Schmeschla. Wasn't it? Like I'm ready to, <laughs> I'm yeah. ready to go on tour. Like I'm ready to. It, do what I see in my head. You got okay? to you gotta be like that. You got to be like that. You, I mean, because, you know, and we, 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 we have these same kind of conversations amongst our group all the time because it's like, you know, there, there are people, I have this strong belief that like, you know, there are people, there are whole families. Mm-hmm. Like right now, there's a, there's families depending on Cree right now to fucking make her dream come true because it's a stage manager they got to feed his fucking kid. And that check got to clear. You know what I'm saying? Now, you might be making five mil. He might only be making five stacks. But he need that shit to clear just like he need your five mil to clear. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? It might sound different, but it's like... But I, it's, I the need to, it's, it's the, the same, same clear. It's the same clearance. It's the same clear. But because you aspire for more, that's what you got. He might have reached the pinnacle of stage manager and wanted that. He's probably looking at 5000 a week. Nigga, I made it. This is where I want to be. I'm taking care of my family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and it coincides because he's not looking <coughs> jealous of, oh, why am I doing that bitch stage shit? I want to do it. Nah, no, he's right. cool being where he's at, but you got to find more people like that and not people who be hating this shit. But, oh, well, why 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 Cree want another test? You know, she got one. Bitch, I want five. And that's what right, because I'm, I'm, I'm literally looking, for. thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, so I need me another one. <laughs> you hard for it. That's the thing. You're not... It's not like you're not working. See, that's I I get upset when people say that about people who are working. I'm like, bro, you're not doing the same work that <laughs> motherfucker doing. <laughs> like, you're not. You know, cause, and that's why I say to the beginning of the episode, self inventory. Yeah. You just laid out your you just laid out your dream. Do you believe you have what it takes for your dream to come true? If the answer is yes, stay on that shit. I have my days. But I feel like that's normal, though. Yeah. Like, everybody have their days where they just feel like, fuck this shit, you know? I mean, Obama wrote a whole book, Audacity of Hope. <laughs> Some of this shit is audacity is just like, like, I'm telling you, like, people don't, it because, you know, everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. Every Because, you know, when you talk to anybody, they'll tell <clears> you <throat> something. You'll be like, damn, you did that <laughs> to get to this place? Yeah. And you still have more you want to do? Like, and it's like that all the time. Like, it, it's people in my life who are okay being where they at. I keep telling everybody, man, I got this strong, like, it's something inside me. Even when I just be trying to chill on shit, it's something inside me that said, nah, we ain't got that million dollars yet. We gotta right. Keep, we got to keep working for that meal. But I know after I get that meal, that's what I aspire to do. But I'm rocking with a nigga, Eldridge, that nigga want hundreds, hundreds of millions. I don't look at it and be like, oh, damn, why that nigga want honey? I just want one. <laughs> I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody has to be okay where they at and then run their race. Yeah. Once you run your race, you find other people that's running their race, all this shit works together, but you just got to be righteous and run your race, not be no fucking hater. You know what I'm saying? Or if you are a hater, if you keep it real with yourself and say, hey, you know what? I am hating on that shit. Yeah. Let me not, or let me just leave it alone. You know, like, you're at that place now. And after you made this decision, the funniest thing is that when it actually happens, 
people gonna look at you and say, "Damn, see, see, like it happened overnight." Ooh, child, I can't wait to tell that story because it didn't. It did it. But, but it'll feel. It, <laughs> <laughs> but it'll feel I that cannot way. wait till somebody says that so I can smack them in the face. Well, because well, it's, it's starting to look like that around here. Like people see that. Oh, just social media. Y'all producing a lot more show. It. They just looked up, and they just. And especially, it just especially my friends. They remember me working at the radio station. Yeah. And I didn't look up and they're like, "Hold on, you doing like a whole network right now?" That. I feel like y'all just started this show. Yeah, little know. bitch. I <laughs> no, I mean like now that's why I be telling niggas. Like now I be letting niggas like Mark just showed me an old video of us. Like we did our very first podcast workshop. Oh my gosh. People don't know this if you because this is uh, audio. But you know, I have locks in my hair. But in that video You didn't have no hair? No, straight ball headed. The <laughs> cleanness of head. You know what I'm saying? So that's how far We've come, but a lot of niggas look at it this year and they think it happened overnight. Right. You know, it's like, nah, we've been, I mean, wow. we say it's 140 episodes. That means that's how many weeks me and this nigga E met up and got turned his wow. life on. And that's two years. Three. How many, how many weeks in a year? 52? 52. About three years. Wow. But, but something Kanye West mama said that really resonated with me. She said, when you're doing it that long and that consistent, and that good, it's gotta it's gotta take off. Yeah. And that's what you had created. You've been doing this shit consistently, and it's good. And you've been doing it a lot. <laughs> this shit's gotta take off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it you has all no, three ingredients. Has no choice. And I go back and look at old videos and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not. It's crazy to have videos of yourself and go and look at them and it's like. I remember that day. Like I remember how I felt. Like I remember it's so nostalgic. And it's like, who is that girl? Who is that little girl? Like, how is she get how is she do how is she doing that? So if I'm looking at my younger self, like how how were you coming up with that? I know people was looking at me like, oh, this girl is crazy. How is she doing this? This is one of the episodes <laughs> that when you make it, you can go back and say, Yeah, go back and listen to episode 19. That's where <laughs> I made my decision. We tell everybody, you know, go back and listen to episode 14 of our podcast. That's where we, it clicked. It, wow. The sound was right. Me and Elders was clicking. The show was clicking. We made a decision. This is the fuck we doing. And start telling people, we podcast instead of doing it like, you know, how you do underground rap sometimes. Like, right. Because you know, being a podcast is kind of like being a rapper a little bit sometimes. No, it's yeah. Like, niggas be thinking you just got a mixtape in that. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing that. And it was like, nah, I am, I am rapping. You know what I'm saying? I am podcasting. Wow. You know what I'm saying? We are doing this. You know what I'm saying? And it's a thing. And, 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 well, <laughs> it's, it's my a, thing. It's, it's a thing. It's my thing. And, you know, we, me and you talk about this all the, day, all the time. Like, we're working hard because the biggest goal is these payouts. And once you, once, once you can show people, you know, I do this, but I also get paid for this. Mm-hmm. That's when the, that's when people say, "Oh, let me that bandwagon you got. Let me hop on." <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, and see, he better than nah, me. Nah, you wasn't a, with me shooting in the gym, nigga. <laughs> that's how I am all day. That's I'm gang. I'm so gang gang. I'm like, like I don't see how Kanye even fuck with niggas because I be like, bro, it's so many niggas that play. They call this nigga Cayenne. Remember they were like, I think Cayenne, Cayenne <laughs> is here for you. Bro, I would have said, nigga, you know my me. name. Don't you ever. And see, that's why I really need a team. I need somebody to be the gatekeeper and be nice. 
Because, see, I'm nice nasty. And being that I'm so tall, it comes off real aggressive. <laughs> and sometimes I just be like, nah, nigga, back the fuck up. Real. <laughs> I, th- I think that's all should have worked for you, though. Cause I, think I, <laughs> no, cause I, I watched Wendy Williams' documentary, and I think her being tall kind of helped her out a lot. Too. I think it helped her not get tried as much. Because mm, she got tried. She got tried. But I don't, and, it wasn't as much. Well, she I, got tried because she was talking a lot of shit, too. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah like, you're right. Without even the shit talking, just being tried as far. You know how, cause you, you know how niggas try women, especially yeah. in the industry. But when you, you get a little height on a nigga, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna just, be so quick to run up on you. They're gonna be like, who is that? Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna yeah. ask the person next to them. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be a bold. Oh, you must own the record company. You coming at me right. like this. Like, that's how you can kind of. <laughs> you either gonna be the owner or you gonna be the owner friend. Because it's always <laughs> that one friend that be talking at the side of their neck. It's like, nigga, who the fuck are you? My, my boy owned the club. You're like, you don't know my boy? No, I don't. And I still don't know you. <laughs> I'm a private investor. <laughs> It's crazy that you brought up Wendy Williams because I saw that her show is being redirected and they canceled it. I did hear about that. Um, I, I think that. that's good, though. I, I think um, it's good, but I hate how they did it. What do you mean how they did it? Well, how they do it? I, it? I don't... Joe Biden said this on his podcast, too. Like I, I didn't like how... Basically, they, they use her show to get her out of there because you know at first you do guest host that's cool that's like we got cool and conscious podcast mm-hmm. Cree gets sick okay somebody sits in for you one mm-hmm. time cool because you approved it mm-hmm. the second time cool because you approved it the third time you still not better but you didn't approve it but we need somebody so we do it anyways the fourth time you come back and say hey I- I'm feeling better I'm ready to get back on the show and we say ah we don't think you're feeling better yet. Let's just keep doing what we've been doing. And then a year go by. And people kind of even forget. It's called the Wendy Williams show, but you're kind of forgetting Wendy. Mm-hmm. And then she gets sick again, and now she can't come back again. And it's like, I feel like they should have just canceled it. When she got too sick, they should have just paid her out and canceled the show. But I feel like we're going to find I think we're going to find out later there's some contract shit. Yeah, I was say, there's definitely a... There's always three yeah. sides to the story. That's it's Wendy's side, it's the show side, and then it's the truth. Yeah. It, but congrats <clears> to <throat> Sherry Shepard, though. Right, I mean, I'm like, like, I think that that's really, really good to Sherry yeah, Shepard. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a double-edged sword. Right. It's a double-edged And I sword. think it's really cool that Wendy's name is Wendy Williams, and then Sherry's name is Sherry Shepard. Like, it's an S and an S and a W-W. Oh, like, I just think that's wow, really cool. Wow. Like, that's, that's the industry. Like, I just think that that's so too, yeah. cute to me. It's like, okay, it's... Wendy Williams, now it's Sherry Shepard. Like, it's not that big of a, you I know? Was like, uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to give it to Remy and Joe for a minute. But I was like, why Remy always got to come on with Joe? Like, <laughs> like, she could definitely do it by herself. I'm like, I, I, I think I like Sherry. Um, yeah, I love Sherry. I, I, I like Sherry Shepard for a long time. Right. So. And I think she definitely has been underrated for long yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, but I don't, she's, no one's ever going to be Wendy. Wendy was just outright petty. Yeah. Sherry is like a, don't want to step on any toes for real. You know, she's like teeter t- She's tiptoeing. Yeah, Sh- Sh- Sherry is definitely, um, you said Sherry, my see you know. Uh, Sherry is definitely going to be more controlled, though. Right. See, I think Wendy also, because she's a lot, she's <coughs> like Oprah in a sense of ownership. Right. Like she owned a lot of her shit. She's yeah. Like, and, you know, even when she was with her husband, if you've seen the documentary, her husband, back, like she had yeah. backup. She yeah. had support. You know, so I think, 
we still gonna get some messiness, but it's not gonna be like like when it's we not, used to. Right. You know, when do we come right out? So and so sleeping with so and so and had their baby. Ooh, yeah. And it's like asked him a question live, like, right? Oh, Justin, you really think you the best in the the whole world, Wendy? The whole like world. what? <laughs> like wow. Okay, we're getting. I mean, straight to the meat. No potatoes, no green beans, just straight to the meat. <laughs> but I, but I like Sherry. I think it's great for her, and I like the look. Like. It's a good look for sure. She's not bad to look at. Mm-hmm. She's fun, exciting. Like you know, I like it. Right. I I, like I, it. I definitely do like it. I don't. I think too. We don't really know what happened behind the scenes with Wendy. Like we don't know what she put that show through, that and part. what the show put through put her through. You get what I'm saying? After being that together for that long, they have seen Wendy at her lowest point. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah I do want to know some behind. And and so that's what I'm saying. It's like they probably said she wasn't ready to come back because they they've seen this pattern before. I mean, you know, if you've been checking out the show and stuff, like you know, she has low key been deteriorating. You know, like immensely, and it's like, bro, that's like she can't even wear her, her shoes anymore. That's and scary. Once she wearing those tennis shoes. And that's why on the show you don't see they don't yeah, shoot be, yeah, her shoot. feet. They only shoot from like the the waist up. And it's like, at what point are you gonna really and truly start putting Wendy first? Yeah. So that's why it's like I think it's it's that good. Too. That it's too. good for her yeah. because her health. You could see her dying on stage. Well, that you know that's you know my my dad always talks about the, uh, when your body is uneasy. You know, that, that dis-ease can bring disease. Like, mm. And, you know, Winnie done been through a lot of shit. So much trauma. And it's like. Especially all that shit her husband put it through. Like, and, like, and then, you know, that you got to lie about it and then get exposed about it. It's, it's like crazy. you are the person that exposes people. And now your shit is getting exposed. I couldn't imagine. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine the heartache. <laughs> like, I just. After years, too. After like, years. Like. I could not imagine, and so it's just like, like you said, it's a double-edged sword. I'm, I'm definitely happy for Sherry, and I'm happy for Wendy, because she gets to chill. She gets to like you've been talking about people your whole life. I hope she's sitting on some money. She can just relax. I'm sure she is. And you know, is she, I hope she is. She can cultivate the next one. Like I always be wondering why older people never just they nev- take somebody on the <coughs> wing and just hey, I'm gonna mold you to do. What I do just a little bit. Because she kind of did it with Charlemagne a little bit. But Charlemagne fell out with her husband. But, like, mm-hmm. she could have did Like, she could she could be doing it with Sherry right now. She could say, hey, girl, I mean. Because people pride. Yeah. That, and that's crazy. That song, I think this can wrap it up. Because that J. Cole song, Pride, where he's saying pride is the devil. That song has, mind you, I have not listened to that song in I don't know how long. But this entire week. It's been on loop in my mind. Not the entire song, literally just Pride is the Devil. That it that just keeps looping in my mind. Keeps looping in my mind. And I feel like that's ultimately a sign of me being too prideful to admit that <clears throat> I know that I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm just afraid of being disappointed. But it's also going back to what you said. People don't reach back because of that pride. Like, Wendy could easily reach back to Sherry. You get what I'm saying? Instead of being that, like, 
this is my show. You'll never take me alive. You know, and that's usually how it happens. <laughs> it's like the person coming up has to claw, fight teeth to the death to get there. Then they get there and they tired. And it's like, you could have just literally just reached your hand out. Like, yep. <laughs> that's simple. you could have easily just reached your hand out. Um, but yeah, I think it was a great, a great party. So I'm, I'm very, like I said, I needed that, that validation. And I think <clears throat> moving forward, I want, for those of you listening, to know that it's okay to need that validation. I feel like the, the world we live in is like, you don't want to do too much because you don't want to seem like you want attention or you don't want to seem like, oh, it is what it is. Like, no, I need the people in my life to validate me right now because I feel like I can't do it. I'm so used to being that validation for myself and holding myself up. And like you said, Wendy had her husband. He had somebody that had her back. Well, right now I just feel like I don't have anybody to have my back. And so everybody goes to that point. And if that is you, I just want to let you know that one, you are not alone. And two, if you need validation, call me, honey. I will validate you. And three, if you can't call me, call someone that you're close to. Ask them to remind you of who you are because you may not think so, but the people around us, they know they know us too. You know, they see our body language. They feel our energy. And sometimes you just need somebody to remind you like, hey, no, you are good at that. That's what you're supposed to be doing. I know you might think that you're supposed to be over there, but you're really supposed to be over here, just in case you forgot. <laughs> so um, I'm going to leave. I'm going to end it off with that. That's going to be the quote to help you stay afloat. If you need validation, just ask. Ask for it. Um, and you'll get it. I promise you you'll get it because, hey, I got it. I got it from Keith. I got it from... My two best friends, I got it from myself. And for the past few days, I've had it on my agenda, my to-do list, to set a relaunch date for Questions with Cree. And I have yet to do it because I've just been scared. And I feel like after this conversation, I definitely have the strength to set a relaunch date. <laughs> Yay! I'm super excited. So be on the lookout for that. Questions with Cree. Um, it's going to be giving you the advice you never know or you never knew that you needed. <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited. Thank you all so much for tuning in again and again and again to the Cool and Conscious podcast. It is black owned. It is black hosted. It is black operated. Brought to you by Just Eldridge Media. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Just Eldridge Media. Make sure you follow the podcast at Cool and Conscious. That's Q-O-O-L and Conscious. And, of course, follow your host, me, at Questions with Cree. That's Questions with Q-R-I. Thanks so much, guys. I love you. Happy cooling. Happy consciousing. Love ya. <laughs> Bye.